You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Our show is all about the world of uh, apps, whether those are on smartphones, smart TVs, even cars now, and uh, mobile technology. And we've got a great program today. We're going to be talking about Samsung's big announcement. They're releasing a new smartphone. Surprise, surprise. On the heels of uh, reports that smartphone sales have been down dramatically in 2022. Only 1.2 billion smartphone shipped last year, which sounds like a lot, but it's down. Yeah, I was going to say only, but (laughs) that's still a lot. It's a lot of smartphones. Well, we're going to tell you about the new phone and our thoughts on whether to upgrade or not. And uh, we'll be talking about that story about smartphone sales being down. It's uh, some interesting uh, numbers behind that. And we'll tell you who the top uh, smartphone folks are. And what's a week without talking about ChatGPT? Some say that ChatGPT, the, the AI language tool, could could hurt Google within two years, like really hurt a chunk of Google's business. It's not just someone. It's the, the people that created Gmail that sold oh, it to Google. Okay. So they might know a little bit about some of this stuff. You think? Yeah. Well, we're going to explore that and other chat GPT news. There's this new stuff coming out every week now, and it's crazy. Talking about AI and, and Google, they, they are obviously all in on <laughs> artificial intelligence and, and developing that. Uh, they, they were showing off a, a new tool that turns text into music. Kind of like, you know, how there's these engines that you can type in, I uh, want a picture with a cat on a bicycle. Yeah. And it'll make a picture for you. This will actually make music from your words. Yeah, this is crazy. I was playing with this this week. Um, they don't, they haven't released the tool itself yet, but they've released some sample uh, audio from it. And it, they've also shared the prompts that were used to create the audio. And like, literally, you just start describing what you want to hear. You know, you give it a style of music. You say there's some drums, there's some uh, hi-hats, there's some cowbell, whatever you want. You just put it in the description and then it'll generate a song for you. And it sounds pretty good. I listened to some of them because uh, it'll it'll do uh, people, even, s- humans singing. Even vocals, yeah. But you can't understand what they're saying. No, it's like, what language is this? And some people have said it's like, kind of like Simlish, like, like from the Sims <laughs> game. Uh, it sounds familiar, but it's actually, you can't really quite make out anything. But it's surprisingly good at stuff like, like jazz and hip hop and things like that, where you need a good vocal hit, but it doesn't need to be discernible to like a, a certain word. or Some anything. maybe good background music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, some great news, John. Cell phone carriers, obviously, suffering. They're going to raise their roaming rates. Yeah. So Bell and their sub-brands like Virgin, uh, if you roam down in the U.S., it's going to go from $12 a day to 13 Do you remember when it was $7? I remember when it was like 4 five, or $5. $5, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're basically paying for data that you already have. You're just paying for whatever fee they have to pay whatever carrier you're on in the States. And you know that they're doing this in volume, so they're basically paying nothing for that data. It's, you know, and I've said this before. Do you remember when the government came out and said they want the cell phone carriers to lower their rates by like 20 or 25%? Yeah. And I'm like, Phew. Yeah. Like, you can't, governments can't just say, uh, Jiffy Lube, you have to lower your oil change prices by 20%. Do you know what I mean? Paying too much for my roaming oil. Yeah. So unless the government actually legislates it. Yeah. These companies are public companies. Yeah. And 
their shareholders would have a revolt if they just made these arbitrary cuts. Right. But so what happened is, I think the cell phone carriers obviously are reading between the lines. We probably should do something. Yeah. And so the rates have come down. Well, they they have a plan that is 25% less. Yes. But no one wants that plan. No. But the prices, they have come down, mm. I, I would say. You still have to do a little bit of work as we talk about all the time. Yes. But as I always say to everyone, these are big corporations. They're not just going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. No. They have to make that money up somewhere else. They can't just go to the shareholders at the end of the year. We did good. We cut our prices so everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The shareholders are like, well, screw you. We're voting you out and putting in a new CEO because we want a specific return on investment. So that that's what happens here. Yeah. They have to raise the prices elsewhere. I hate it. Yeah. It's just costing me a fortune. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've talked about solutions like Aerolo. Yeah. You know, these digital e-sims, e-sims yeah. that a lot of the new phones can actually yeah. use. But sometimes I just don't do that. You know what I mean? If I'm just down in the States for a day or a few days, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot, John. I mean, yeah. you're not. If I'm down for the day, that's the first thing I think of is like, how can I still have internet access? Because sometimes you need like Google Maps or something like that while you're driving and not having access to the internet is like not being able to breathe for some people. Yeah. And for the, you know, super low cost of using an eSIM or the inconvenience of not having a, f- a phone number for a few hours, I'm fine with that. But you live on your phone too, though. I do. I guess it's hard for me, like, because we do a lot of business trips down there, like yeah. to sh- trade shows like CES and stuff. And so if I'm down there for several days, the the eSIM doesn't work for me well because I, t- I got to take phone calls. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that just screws up the whole roaming thing because the eSIMs typically are just data. Yes. You're not getting a phone number. Yeah. I mean, you can get another SIM card. Yep. And have a phone number, but then that's not your phone number. No, and you, people will have to know your new number or you'll have to leave yeah. a message. And so, you know, I'm, it's, it's a lot I have clients I'm dealing with all the time and that's just not practical for me. Yeah. So then I just roam and then it costs me a freaking fortune. But you can also expense all that stuff too. Still, it's my own business. I know yeah. I can expense it, but still gonna pay it's, for it. it's still coming out of my pocket at the end of the day. So it's just frustrating. Yeah. Just, and you know, everyone else. Telus and, and Rogers, they're going to raise their rates. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're not going to go, oh my God, Bell Race, we got to lower our, our roaming <laughs> prices. <laughs> we have to be the destination for everybody else that's going to flee from Bell. Yeah. I am looking now, like my problem though, John, I do like the convenience. Yeah. And so I phoned my carrier. Yeah. To see if there was anything. And I'm only paying $45 for 25 gigs. Yeah. Which is great. And they're like, oh yeah, you can upgrade to our uh, Roam Anywhere plan which is like unlimited roaming, yeah. US, Canada, but it's $105 a month. Yeah. And you're not... And I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, so that's an extra six, 60 bucks at least. But that's six, that's not even five days of roaming. No, but it's, that's a month. Yeah, that's 60 bucks a month times 12. That's $720 extra a year. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Even though I'm probably spending more <laughs> on the roaming. Well, yeah, I, th- I think what you should do, though, is look at your last six months of usage yeah. and see how much you actually paid in roaming, how much you paid in unused eSIMs because you were still roaming, and then also the price difference of this bigger, better package. I, th- I think that the, better, the bigger package, and don't get me wrong, I don't want you to do it, <laughs> to, to, to give them the money, but I think that's probably the cheaper option. I'm wondering if I should go to like a virtual number phone number 
Yeah, but then then you're going to have to change your number, and you've had your number for like a million years. It's true, right? Unless you could forward that number to your virtual number, but then you might have to pay long distance for those forwards. Another story, um, Elton John is trying to tell Tesla investors that Twitter is not a distraction or a problem. Elton John is? Elton, did I say Elton John? You did. <laughs> what am I smoking? Elon Musk, <laughs> the Elton John of evil geniuses. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, okay. Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and of course Twitter and Twitter has been like a dumpster fire for months now. And a lot of Tesla investors are angry because it they feel it's causing the Tesla share price to go down. Well, that and his crazy antics on Twitter. Yes, all the dumb crap he says. Yeah. Sorry, Elon, you say dumb crap. That's putting it nicely. I'm being nice. Yeah. And they say, it. well, he's saying now it's not. It's not causing any harm to Tesla. He clearly hasn't looked at the internet. <laughs> the problem is, and this is a, a saying that I always go by, perception is reality. Yeah. In many cases. Yeah. D- did you see that they, so, so whenever you use a, a non-Twitter client to use Twitter, it's a third-party app, they used to be able to use an API, application programming interface, to Twitter for free. So like TweetBot and all the, these other Twitter clients, they have now started to charge those manu- or those companies to use the API <laughs> in another attempt to make money because they're... But it's not going to work because... No. A lot of those companies have pivoted to Mastodon. Really? Yeah. The competitor? Yeah. That not many people are on. Well, it's getting more and more. I mean, t- Twitter's literally becoming a cesspool that I said it's been for years already. It just, there's less good people there now. Yeah, it's interesting, eh? I wonder what's gonna. I wonder where Twitter's gonna be at by the end of twenty twenty three. Will it still be relevant? I don't know. Elon needs to get off of Twitter. Uh, Tim Horton, a uh, bit of a scandal there. They were collecting data, our data, without consent. So now you can claim a free coffee and donut. Thank God. Well, it's a never ending fast food app scam that's happening. Whether it's McDonald's, which was called out for basically having really poor security and having an exploitable way of having other people use your McDonald's account. Yeah. To, Our friend Patrick O'Rourke at Mobile Syrup, that happened yeah, to him. Yeah, he got thousands of dollars taken out of his bank account by by somebody. <laughs> and that's a lot of Big Macs. It is. And now Tim Hortons, they have an app and they were selling your data. How do you... Yeah, how, how do you protect yourself anymore? I, I I don't even know what to tell people. I don't use those don't go, apps. Yeah, don't use a smartphone or go on the internet. Well, no, don't use an app to buy your coffee. No. The only but I use the McDonald's app all the time, so I get free points, so I can get a free sausage McMuffin like I did this morning. Well, Are you saying that they're... <laughs> well, I would check your bank account to make sure it's it's all still there. <laughs> and also, who knows what information they're selling that's the thing is these apps are free for a reason because you're basically the the thing that's being sold i am the product yes we're gonna have to take a break don't forget to enter our contest and this is a a fantastic one john uh in conjunction with telus uh friendly future foundation they're giving away through get connected 
a Samsung Galaxy S22 smartphone. This thing is amazing. It's beautiful. The pictures are fantastic. It's well worth over $1,000. And you also get a $500 charity gift card that you can give to your favorite Canadian charity. Can't be you <laughs> or your family or friends, uh, but an actual Canadian charity. But I think that is so generous. And there's an opportunity to win. Sorry, not win. Get extra entries. Yes. And why is that? Because I'm stupid and I announced the contest too early last week and it wasn't up. So I apologize again to the listeners who were frustrated. Entirely my fault. But here's your chance to get some extra entries. I'm trying to make it up to you. Uh, the secret word is Olivia. And this is actually a great story. And the reason we're using it is there's actually a girl. Uh, her name is Olivia. She's got a genetic condition called Rett syndrome. And... Uh, Thanks to the Tells Friendly Future Foundation, the Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Hospital got a grant uh, to develop a brain-computer interface that helps Olivia, Olivia actually communicate with her family and use brainwaves to control her, her wheelchair as well. Which is amazing. It is just fantastic. This is fantastic work. So again, if you want a chance to win, go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and the secret word this weekend, this, work, uh, this weekend only, Olivia, O-L-I-V-I-A. When we come back from the break, the latest Samsung Galaxy S23 phone has been announced and we'll tell you all about it. Back after this. You are back with the program. Listening to the App Show here with Mike Agarbo, John Beeler. Don't forget to hit our contest page. Get connected and the TELUS Friendly Future Foundation giving away a Samsung Galaxy S22 smartphone and a $500 charity gift card. Speaking of Samsung... Big announcement this week. The Unpacked event. Yes. A newer new Samsung phone is uh, being released, the Samsung Galaxy S23. And I had a chance to uh, try it out. Yeah, you got to play with it. It is. Yeah, it's a nice phone. It's beautiful. It comes in some great color. I love the lavender color one. But what's interesting is the design. Like, they've done a beautiful job with this. Uh, Typically, you know, if you look at the back of smartphones now, they've got the lenses, and they're typically kind of on a bump. Yeah. Uh, with this new one, the the lenses are still there. They still protrude out a little bit, but there's no more camera bump. Right. It, it looks beautiful. And how does it sit on a table? Kind of like how it did with the bump. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks nicer when you have it flipped the other way. Okay. Just have to go with me on that. All right. So they've got three different models. Uh, the, the base uh, Samsung Galaxy S23, I think, coming in in just over $1,000. I think maybe just under, around 1100 uh, or so. And uh, Samsung Galaxy S23 Plus and the Ultra. So the two uh, the two bottom ones, they come with a 50 megapixel camera. Right. But the big story, I think, is what happens to the Ultra's camera. 200 megapixels. Right. It's insane. This is something that we've, we've talked a lot about and how important or not important the number of megapixels your smartphone has. So let's explain that. So 200 megapixels, everyone's like, oh my God, got to get that. But it only really comes into play if you're going to either blow that image up and make a big poster size print, or if you want to zoom in on areas of that picture. Like maybe you've taken a picture of um, Times Square. Right. And there's so much going on there, right? Right. So you can actually then, on that picture, because it's so detailed, 
you can actually start zooming in on different things and crop that you know crop different pictures out of it. Right. It's like a picture within a picture. Right. Would you use that? Well, no, I, I have used that feature. The, th the thing is, we've had a, a number of phones that have very high um, megapixels, but also they have very uh, high zooms. Yes. So you can use them like binoculars almost. You can, yeah. Yeah. But with this particular camera, I'm really curious to try. I'm, I'm looking forward to us getting this in because I think uh, we'll, we'll probably get Robin to do some camera tests on it and uh, to see if it really does make a difference. Because again, this isn't on all of the lenses. This is just on the ultra and one of the lenses on the ultra. And I, I, I'm not sold on it yet. I haven't seen it with my own eyes yet though. So let's reserve judgment until we get it in this into the office. Yeah, no, I tried it um, and zoomed in. Like I, there was, a, for example, it was like a, a big board that had like hundreds of little sticky notes with messages on it. Right. And so... I took a picture from far back and yeah. then the picture I was able to actually zoom in on really small little sticky notes and actually read the writing yeah. and it was very clear. See, the, the, the issue that I have is it's really tough with a smartphone camera sensor to get too excited about it because in a digital camera, it should be much uh, bigger sensor. Yes. And you have a bigger glass lens. This is still a really small lens and a similarly sized sensor. Also uh, improved uh, night photography as well. They call nightography. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, smartphones and smartphone sales. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Don't forget to hit our contest page on getconnectedmedia.com. Giving away a Samsung Galaxy S22 smartphone. Beautiful smartphone and a $500 charity gift card that you can give to your favorite Canadian charity, courtesy of TELUS's Friendly Future Foundation. And secret word this weekend, if you want 50, hear me out, 50 extra entries into the contest to you know, juice up your chances of winning, the secret word is Olivia, O-L-I-V-I-A. Uh, just uh, before the break, John, we were talking about the Samsung Galaxy S23, the newest phone that's been announced. Um, just to, to finish off there, it's always about the camera. Yeah. It, it really came down to the camera on this one. They increased the, the battery sizes in each model by 200 milliamp hours. Yeah. Which, you know, that's okay. It's good. Yeah. But, you know, I, th I think most people, they're going to buy a new phone because of the battery. Unless it's like... Well, it, to me, that's like a bonus. Yes. I mean, especially with these flagship devices, you kind of expect a certain amount of battery then have a little bit extra boost. 200 milliamps, most people aren't even going to know what that means. The two upper models, the Plus and the Ultra, come with 256 gigabytes of memory now. That's good. And you're going to need that for taking 50 or 200 megapixel <laughs> pictures. Yep. Uh, the, the base model is coming in at 128 gigabytes. So they've increased the, the storage size on the bigger ones, so kind of keeping them in the same price range as the previous model. Right. So you get a bit of a bonus there, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, uh, beautiful phones, no question. You know, if you are in the market for a new Android phone, you definitely should have a look at uh, these. The, the cameras are uh, amazing. But, uh, you know, talking about smartphones, on, on the, the heels of uh, this big announcement from Samsung, there was a report about smartphone sales last year. Not good. No, no. And I think there was a number of factors behind that, John. Yeah. Coming out of the pandemic, huge, huge supply chain issues. And it didn't help that 
the economy has been coming, kind of coming down over the past year. People are tightening up. Yeah, they're only operating their smartphone that they have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be frugal right now as well. Like, I'm not going to go out and spend, you know, if unless my phone is kind of dying, right? Another thousand or eighteen hundred dollars. No, unless I need it as a tool for for something. But uh, so the the two biggest smartphone manufacturers in the world now, and it's funny how it's just kind of come down to this. It's as I think most people would guess, Apple and Samsung. Yeah. And I think Samsung uh, so shipped over just over 50 million units last year and Apple just over 70 million units worldwide. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah. Who do you think the third, uh, third smartphone company is? It's oh. probably a name that may, a lot of people might not recognize. It's a Chinese manufacturer. TCL? No, Xiaomi. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, those aren't readily available in North America. No. So if you look at uh, the list, it's, it's basically, you know, after Apple, Samsung, it's mostly Chinese manufacturers. Yeah. A lot of people think Google, but they're down at the bottom. Yeah, there's something like, like single-digit percentage. Yes. Yeah, which is kind of surprising, actually. Yes and no. I, I think when you look at the Chinese manufacturers, obviously they're going to kill in China, right? Which is one of the world's biggest markets for smartphones. And Google is just not there. True. Right? So the Chinese manufacturers have the luxury of killing it in Asia. They do really well over in Europe yeah. as well. Um, and Google is kind of more of a North American phenomena, don't you think? With the Pixel? It, yeah, it has to be. Yeah. So the list, uh, you know, again, Apple, Samsung, Xiaomi, Oppo, Vivo. And, and yeah, Google yeah. doesn't even make the top five. No. No, this is worldwide shipments too. Yeah. So. so Android, which is the operating system, is still the dominant operating system in the world. Yeah. Just Even though Apple's crushing it. I think Apple, what is it, 24% market share worldwide? Yeah. When you factor in all the other smartphone manufacturers. Yeah. So 75% are Android. Yeah. Based. But it, it'll be interesting, uh, you know, as the U.S. government's cracking down on China... Yes. You know, not letting them have chips. Um, you know, they killed Huawei by not letting them use Google Android's operating system. And Wa even their chip, some of the chips that exactly. Huawei was using. And so Huawei has developed their own operating system, Harmony, yeah. which they are pushing to trying to get the other Chinese manufacturers on board with. Right. Because a lot of the times those manufacturers, they can't put Google on their phones either because they're in China. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder, I wonder how 2023 is going to shake out. You know, obviously Samsung, they've just launched their new smartphone. Yeah. You know, of course, Apple will probably do something this year as well. But, you know, from the reports I've read, they, they have cut down on the manufacturing well, of some of the latest phones. Do you remember like three or four years ago, I think Samsung had like 12 different models in a given year. Yeah. And like, it feels like every three months they had a new announcement. And now that's really contracted. And Yeah, they had too many... Too many, too many SKUs. Yeah. And even Apple has sort of pared down some of their offerings. And I wonder if we're going to see a longer release cycle. So instead of an annual update, it'll be like a 15 or 18 month update, or maybe even two years. Well, what's interesting is that plays to Apple's favor, right? Yeah. Because what all the other manufacturers wish 
is that they have the ecosystem that Apple has. Yeah. Because Apple's killing it, especially profit-wise, on all the services they sell. Yes. So you want more storage for your phone in the cloud? That's extra. You want Apple TV Plus? You want Apple Fitness? You want Apple News? Apple Arcade? Those are extra services. And Apple users are very loyal to that and typically kind of buy in. I, I have the full meal deal. Said why? I pay 40 bucks a month for our family plan for all the Apple services. Yeah. That's, that's almost $500 a year. It's and, I'm not, it's value, not, and I'm not getting a new smartphone out of that. No. That's on top of buying a smartphone. Yeah. So what, what does Samsung have? They don't have that full meal deal. No. No. No, because they, they don't have their own operating system. Well, they're divided with Google as far as the support network. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see if, if Samsung or somebody else tries to do something like Apple and having their own ecosystem. It's kind of sad from a competition standpoint though, don't you find? Yeah. Well, th- this is the thing that we've always said, you know, Android is great for competition, but only if it's a, it's a level playing field. Well, we'll see what happens in the next uh, year here. Okay, we're gonna have to take a break. Again, hit our website. You want extra entries into our giveaway? The secret word is Olivia. And we're giving away Courtesy of uh, TELUS's Friendly Future Foundation, a Samsung Galaxy S22, and a $500 charity gift card that you can give to your favorite charity. For more info on how to enter, get connectedmedia.com. When we come back from the break, Gmail's creators, which, are now, which is now part of Google, say that ChatGPT will destroy Google's business in two years. We'll tell you about that story and more ChatGPT updates. Back after this. You are back with the app show. Mike and John here. Chat GPT. What's a show without talking about Chat GPT nowadays? Uh, but some interesting updates over the past uh, week. The Gmail creators, that's the email that Google users use, and most people have a Gmail account. They're saying now that Chat GPT is a big threat to Google's overall business yeah. and could really hurt it within the next two years. They use the word destroy. Well, it, Dramatic. Ma- it makes it makes sense though because the majority of Google's um, money comes from advertising on the search results page. If you don't have a search result page anymore because you're, you're just talking directly to the AI bot, um, I mean, sure you can monetize that as well. But again, that's that's eating Google's lunch, and they can't replicate the the same kind of experience that they have on a Google search result page in a chat conversation without dramatically impacting the quality of the chat conversation. Um, and so people have been posting like comparisons of the quality of a search result on Google versus asking a question for ChatGPT. And? ChatGPT wins like heads and shoulders above everything. Because you're not... Because you're having a normal conversation. You're not inundated with like a million results. A million results that are skewed by keyword buying and all these other tricks that SEO optimization. Uh, so ChatGPT is kind of giving you the real deal. Well, and at this point... The perception it, anyway. It's free, right? And there is going to be a paid tier soon, ChatGPT Pro, that'll put you ahead of the free users so you'll get your results faster. Still no word if there's going to be any advertising in any of these tiers because that's always when things change is when you start adding... Totally, ads, right? right? So whether it's banner ads or inline ads or whatever. So... 
this is interesting. You mentioned a paid tier for ChatGPT. It's called ChatGPT Plus. It's going to be available for U.S. users. At first, there's a wait list. How much would you pay a month to get priority access? Well, I don't know because I'd have to compare what the free tier looks like. What if they did away with the free tier? Well, they're not. But let's pretend they did. I don't know. I pay 10 bucks a month for mid-journey just to have access to image generation. 10 US a month. 20 bucks for chat GPT plus. Yeah. US. Yeah. As a business, yes, I would. You'd be stupid not to have that. As a student that I want to have the computer write all my essays, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of that, ChatGPT, the the makers, say that they're going to have tools that can tell you if it well, was... Well, they, they've released it. Yeah. We, we, we've been playing with it and... Can it detect? <sighs> well, here's... The, I'm reading that it doesn't get it. It no. doesn't detect it no. every time. So we've, we've used it to generate some blog posts, some press releases, and a few other different things. And we've pasted that stuff back into the, the testing tool. And uh, Robin reworded one just slightly. And it said probably not written by AI. So if you just modify it a bit, you yeah. could potentially fool it. Yeah. Or what you do is you have it generate it, then you put it back into itself and you have it rewrite it so that it's like a sec- second or third generation AI generated thing. Something gets lost in translation and it can't discernibly tell if it's written by AI or not. Its own tool can't tell. And so here goes the war, right? right? Because... Yes, there's going to be tools to detect AI-generated essays or information, but I'm telling you, there's going to be tools that can futz with the output to make it pass those tests. Well, what people have been doing is they've been taking the chat GPT output, putting it into another tool, and then putting that back into the testing tool. I mean, they've released tools specifically for teachers to try to find uh, AI-generated you know, uh, essays and, and, and the like that students would have submitted. But that's still a lot of work for a teacher to do is to copy and paste and vet all of these things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the workload on teachers coming up? Yeah. That's going to be insane. But uh, speaking of chat GPT, it's set the record, and no surprise, for the fastest growing user base in history. Yeah, this these numbers are staggering. So Instagram, how long did it take to get to 100 million users? Two and a half years. Which is amazing, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, it's 100 million active monthly users. So Instagram took two years. What are some other examples? TikTok. Nine months. Which was blew everyone out of the water. Yeah. But ChatGPT? Two months. Two months to get 100 million users. Because people like us keep talking about it. Yeah, we won't shut up about it. Yeah. And I won't shut up about it to all my friends and family. No. Like I was out for drinks last night and some other people at, that were sitting near me at, at the bar, I started talking to them about it. And they're like, what? <laughs> the crazy guy at the bar talking about AI. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I have any friends? <laughs> but it it is uh, crazy. And so Microsoft, big investor in OpenAI, which are the makers of ChatGPT, $10, $10 billion. billion, which is nothing in the big scheme of things to Microsoft. No, because they're really betting that this is going to be the thing. And they're already integrating this in so many different things. So apparently uh, Microsoft Teams premium team, Microsoft Teams is like a Zoom competitor. Uh, They're going to have features coming up that are going to be powered by OpenAI. Yeah. We don't know exactly all of that yet, 
some of this does sound kind of interesting. So they're going to have an AI-powered intelligent recap feature. So you just had a meeting. AI will be taking notes for you. Wow. So they'll be looking at the chat as you're chatting with your group and the video? Yeah. And just transcribing that and yeah. summarizing it. Yeah. For better or for worse. Right. Yeah. It's to hold you to the fire for the things you yeah. said that you didn't think anyone was taking notes on. <laughs> it's kind of sad now. Like, no matter what you say, it's going to live on forever. Yes. Everything. Yeah. It's kind of, don't you miss the days where you could just say stupid things? Well, that's why I was glad we didn't have smartphones when I went to high school. Oh my God. I would be dead. <laughs> I would know I would be dead like 10 <laughs> times over. It looks like Microsoft will also be putting this into Bing. How will that change the search landscape? Well, that's the, that's the irony about this. Like Google's going to die because of Bing. I know. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, Microsoft, but Bing, I know that a lot of work goes into it, but it's just, it's no Google. Right. I always, when I get stuck in Bing for, like, if I mistakenly get into Bing, I'm just like, I'm super frustrated. Well, the first thing I do when I set up a new Windows machine is install a different browser and make my default search engine not Bing. Yeah. It's like going to the grocery store and getting the, um, the knockoff cereals. Instead of Rice Krispies, getting the crispy rice, right? It's kind of tastes like Rice Krispies, but you know it really isn't. You really should have spent that extra dollar. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. But, uh, you know, if you haven't tried ChatGPT yet, you, you have to. Just go in there and just start messing around because it, it really is kind of the future. I don't even, the future of language and, and search and how we're going to use the internet and how we're going to do our jobs. Because we're already using it for jobs. Hugely. Writing scripts. Yeah. You know, is, is it perfect? No, but it's good. Well, and it, then we take it and... It, it saves you that whole beginning phase. So it's great for that. Don't forget to hit our contest page at getconnectedmedia.com. Friendly Future Foundation from TELUS helping us give away a Samsung Galaxy S22 smartphone and a $500 charity gift card to give away to your favorite charity. Secret word this week to get you extra entries, 50 extra entries, is Olivia. We'll be back after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike and John here. Again, just want to throw to our sister program, Get Connected. It is on the Chorus Radio Network across the country. You can go to our website at getconnectedmedia.com to listen to it. You can also subscribe to that podcast and this one. On uh, Get Connected, we talk to the food cycler people, a countertop composter for your kitchen. Put all your dinner scraps in there and presto kazinga, it turns it into uh, fertilizer. Uh, we'll also be talking about all the tech layoffs. Why are they happening? And Netflix is not going to let you share passwords anymore. They're going to cut off your delinquent friends and family that are, are sponging off your Netflix access. We're going to tell you all about that. So you're going to have to tune in to Get Connected Radio Show. Again, hit our contest page, getconnectedmedia.com. Get a chance to win that Samsung Galaxy S22 from the Telus Friendly Future Foundation and a $500 charity gift card. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together. John and Robin, we'll see you again next time.